On this week's episode, we talk about Sing 2. Also, we talk about Don't Look Up, the new Netflix movie. Cobra Kai Season 4. The Lost Daughter. And so many other pop culture news and items of the week. Alright, we watched a lot this week. <coughs> yeah, the year barely begun and you're already... Happy New Year! Yeah! And uh, we already saw a bunch of cool, interesting, fun, funny things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, today, we watched the brand new uh, Theater Bound. Uh, it's at the movie theaters everywhere. Sing 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sequel for the movie Sing. The stars Matthew McConaughey. Oh, everybody. Is, yeah, huge <laughs> cast. But he's probably like the main character. And then we've got... Yeah, the main characters from the, the first movie. Uh-huh. Matthew McConaughey. Um, mm-hmm. Blondie. What's his name? Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Um, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Which Tara I Edgerton. always... Every time I go to see that movie and the, mm-hmm. other, the other movie too, I, I, I think it's Rashida Jones. And it's not mm-hmm. Rashida Jones. There's mm-hmm. some just... Like you know, isn't that bizarre? Is it? Yeah. Because if you like, if you actually saw them, you wouldn't connect them at all. Yeah. But just their voices, yeah. Yeah. No, because I had the same thought. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, today, today I was watching. Oh, uh, Rashida and and and, and Bono. You know, she's the Rashida yeah. Jones is the, the daughter of Quincy Jones, a music, mm-hmm. uh, a mogul, uh, and and then I realized, wait. It's not Rashida Jones. It's, it's not her. It's Yeah. So that makes it. That makes the the the. the the cast even bigger, you know, it's not Rashida, it's Scarlett Johansson. Also, yeah, uh, uh, Egg, what's his name? Eggsy uh, from Kingsman. Uh, yeah, Taron Edgerton. Taron Edgerton. You, yes, you said that? Okay, I, did. I, I missed it. Yeah. Uh, Crow. Uh huh. Um, oh gosh, there's somebody from else the original one. that I'm forgetting. The old lady can remember, and the other old lady can remember as well. <laughs> Basically, it's an enormous cast. That only got bigger this time. Oh, let's see. Tori Kelly, um, Garth, Miss Crawley, the the lizard, uh-huh. is actually a dude. It's Garth Jennings. Oh really? Oh, Chelsea Peretti joins the cast. Oh yeah, on this one, sequel. Chelsea Peretti. Mm-hmm. There's Bob Cannavale. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Halsey. Yep. Uh, Nick Offerman is there briefly. Letitia Wright is probably the other like big role. Uh, Eric Andre is a. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sexy, what's that, a bow? Yeah, some kind of buffalo, buffalo. yak thing. Uh, and, and of course, Bono. Uh, yeah. The movie is basically around the Bono's character, the Bono's story. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is one of the main plots of the movie. Mm-hmm. And, spoiler alert for this one. Uh, 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 yeah, be aware, we're gonna spoil mm-hmm. if you want, we don't want to get surprises, even though it doesn't have many, because the trailer gives a lot like most traders do these days but but yeah so after the first one and mm-hmm. uh you know the first one the character the characters lead by buster moon mm-hmm. the owner and director of the moon, moon theater, theater yeah. in fictitious what was, what was it called i don't remember the name of the city but it's just it's just a city yeah it's fictitious it, it's funny because all mm-hmm. the music's all the songs they use are real song mm-hmm. and uh, some some of them I mention real places but this whole thing is in a fictitious place mm-hmm. you know where animals speak dance talk yes. and sing 
so the director, uh, Buster Moon, Matthew McGonagher's character, director of this theater, went through the whole thing on the previous movie. The theater was destroyed, but mm -hmm. at the end, everything was, the, the theater was restored. Yeah. And he ended up with a crew of very talented and very different uh, mm -hmm. characters, singers, performers. And the movie starts with them performing at the New Moon Theater, restored mm -hmm. and, and beautifully done. Mm -hmm. And the characters are doing Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, and it's it's sold out. They're very successful in their town, very popular. But the scout is there because they're wanting to, to level up, to go to the next level. And the scout, Chelsea Peretti, um, says, eh, you guys are very good for what you are, but you're not good enough. Which is all that Buster needs to hear to say, gosh darn it, we're going to make this happen. Um, and from here, the bare bones of the plot are very similar to the first movie where against all odds, he's going to get this crew together and put on a show. And along the way, his priorities are going to get a little screwed up, but they they all like love each other and care about each other and they're going to make it work in the end and produce this incredible show and yeah. Yeah. And it is uh, something that I really liked about the mm -hmm. the first movie. It, the character is like you know he's he's uh, fearless. You know he's he's relentless. It's like yes. against all odds he doesn't give up. If anything yeah. that I missed on this one was uh, uh, his support, not the new friends, not the new crew, but his old oldest friends and support right, yeah. wasn't wasn't really there. It's like mm -hmm. his uh, grandma. It's not even his grandma, it's his, it's his friend's, friend's grandma. grandma. His friend's was not even there. Uh, mm -hmm. His friend's is, uh, in the original, is portrayed by the, the guy from the IT crowd, the, the white guy, I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah. Roy, nope, that's his name in the Let's IT crowd. Let's call him Roy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, so I, I, I felt that, that there was like, but, but still is a family, but it's a family, uh, <clears throat> uh, a recent recent formed family of mm -hmm. friends a crew that work together and I, I was I was concerned that they would fall on some uh, uh, cliches of modern uh, storytelling uh, animation or not that you know and then the first one has something like that that would mm -hmm. like among the group of people they are like trying really hard to work together that they would have find a traitor they would find mm -hmm. someone that would like backstab them and in the first one was uh seth mcfarland's yep. character the, the little, little mouse. mouse uh but but in this one on the 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 if anything it remind me uh of uh ducks the mighty ducks too the sequel sure uh because the team was is fighting together uh, and the Mighty Ducks, the leader, the coach is like you know lost in in yeah. his in his pride. Uh, and this one was not the case. Buster was fighting, was working hard. Mm -hmm. The whole crew was working hard. And through all that, they meet different uh, and new characters mm -hmm. that help them achieve the final goal and become mm -hmm. part of the crew. And yeah, I, I, it, it, it's fun. There's a lot of yeah. fun songs. Mm -hmm. uh, we took our girls to see. And mm -hmm. in fact, our, our five-year-old, every time they'd start singing a new song, she'd like smack her arm like, what? This song is from this movie? <laughs> so she's a little backwards, but she was really into it. By the end, she couldn't even sit down. She had like two napkins yeah. and was like dancing. And she just, it, it wasn't a behavior thing. It was just, she felt so inspired yeah. and moved. She just 
had to dance. And I think so. it's a really good movie for kids, uh, even though uh, there's other movies that are claimed to be for kids. This one uh, tells a good message about mm -hmm. friendship, about working hard, not giving up, uh, taking care of each other. Yeah, and staying loyal to like your core, like your core values and your core principles, because they throughout the movie they're kind of getting pulled one way or another, and they're really only successful when they come back to like what made them great originally and come back to that core group so yeah anyway. and it's and it's it, it's fun it's well done it's not mm -hmm. uh, you know like many things we see these days it's not preachy it's not trying to enforce a message whatever yeah. message it is if there's metaphors about all the other messages they are very well done because they mm -hmm. are not uh, uh, so explicit that make you feel like an idiot and trying to teach you uh, something. It teaches a good message in a good yeah. way. Uh, the cast is, is amazing. There's, mm -hmm. uh, there's, I, yeah, it's beautiful. It's like it's full of color. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like, you know, the things you, you, even for babies, you know, like all the colors and all mm -hmm. the songs. It's a, it's a very good combination of things that that uh illumination you know the company you know behind minions and uh mm -hmm. despicable me is like is another one that they knock out of the park they, they do great great uh they do pieces even even their movies that aren't like even their movies that are just like meh are, are still pretty good like i've never regretted watching one of their movies yeah even the ones that aren't as successful. In front of the trailers, we, we, we see that they have a mm -hmm. lot more fun stuff coming. Yeah, um, like the, was it The Rise of Gru? The Rise of Gru. Yeah. That was so exciting to see Gru at the end of uh, Minions. And you know, Minions are hilarious. They are, I, and I feel like on paper they shouldn't be, like they should be super annoying. I can't get enough, I think they're hysterical. And the, and the, yeah. the new Illumination, uh, uh, production uh card yeah it's like the minions singing yeah it is it's it's, it's funny it's, it's cute it's very good so yeah this is in the theaters super fun really positive wholesome well-made movie and that's definitely worth taking your kids to our kids really enjoyed it um you know like i said at, at one point they were just like dancing um and it, it has it was they were just so moved. Yeah, and not only has Bono, but it has Bono with a touch, uh, a story that uses oh, his yeah. songs in a very, very creative way. Mm -hmm. It's 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 nice. It's yeah. Yeah. The the what was it? It's the street. Uh, what the streets have no names. Uh, they mm -hmm. there was a what was it? The I don't know what the song is actually called, but I still haven't found what I'm stuck in a moment. Mm -hmm. It's taken a moment. And what was the last one that she sings and brings him out? Yeah, so I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I still haven't found what I'm looking yeah. for. And it, I, I think that's the title. But yeah. But yeah. You know. And, you know, Carl uh, uh, Johansson sings. Yeah. Quite well. She, yeah, she really did. Yeah, and, and of course, Bono shows up as mm -hmm. a node. Uh, a lion that, you know, lost the desire to do anything because he's lost his. Uh, his so wife, made, his inspiration. Yeah, and yeah. the music brings him back. It's 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 really good. It's I nice. don't I don't I don't I don't feel that they dragged at any moment. I feel that it was no. fun and entertaining, and yeah, yeah. I the bad it. guy was a bad guy. He was. Yeah. He was super bad, but he, he literally tried to kill the main character a couple he did. times. You he know, did. His uh, koala ness saved him. So. Yeah. What? 
Well, you know, koalas, they spend their whole lives, in the wild, they spend their whole lives, like, holding onto tree branches uh, and things. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, yes, yeah, yes. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the thing. I, I don't know <clears> if this is just, it's just decent writing uh, about uh, a strong character, a strong mm. hero, uh, or if they, or if they got that from koalas, you know, that Buster is that character that is like, you know, willing to go and do. Mm. Uh, I don't know if he should know and observate koalas on, on History Channel. No, History Channel. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, like Discovery Channel. Or... Discovery Channel. Yeah. So, tonight we're going to watch the koalas surviving the wild. I don't know about like tenacity <laughs> or determination. <laughs> At one point though, that koala ability to hold on tight to branch-like structures oh, I comes into play. I forget you, you, you are bears. You, you are, you have prejudice against bears. Pandas, well, koalas. Well, koalas aren't bears. They're not bears? No, they don't have koala the right bear? qualification. Ah! <laughs> no, but they are actually marsupials. Uh, so. But they didn't call, the, call them koala bears? Yeah, but they're not bears. I, okay. But so, you they're, see, they're she's so against bears that she's I'm not just even considering that bear. We're going to present the facts. <laughs> okay. So, sing two go see go sing too because okay. it's it's a uh, yeah i recommend take the kids and, mm -hmm. and enjoy and yeah make it a dance party at the end the credit the credits are hilarious too because yes yeah they have some like very very funny moments they really do miss crawley like oh what a character <laughs> and she has some really good moments yeah she has some solid moments in this i'm i'm a fan i'm a fan all right should we move to maybe Cobra Kai? Okay, so uh, no, let's let's stick or with no? the movies for now. So oh, okay, okay. we saw other other movies, including mm -hmm. two Netflix movies. Mm -hmm. uh, one called Don't Look Up. Mm -hmm. There's uh, like knocking uh, the numbers of Netflix up. Not knocking, raising the Netflix numbers up. Yeah, in um, fact, within just eleven days, it became Netflix's third most viewed film ever yeah and, and so. it's still going you know mm -hmm. the movie barely premiered premiered last week yeah uh, uh and i guess let, i guess let's talk about this one this one is mm -hmm. uh is is not the most creative or new or original story is about a meteor uh, comet mm -hmm. coming to destroy earth i'm pretty sure you uh, uh, or uh whoever uh is in your clothes um circle of friends and family probably watch at least three movies with that uh, uh concept mm -hmm. and there's a there's a new one coming there's a new one was called moon that's Fall. right yeah this time the moon is falling yeah yeah so not 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 the original but but you know it's, it's directed and written by adam mckay mm -hmm. uh the guy writes really well he does comedy yes. really well he did a factual uh, a movie based on real life fact, uh, facts Mm -hmm. really well this one he tried to mix it and I, I, I don't know there's some stuff that I really liked and some stuff that I, I didn't like but well first the first eye-grabbing eye-catching thing about this is the cast we've got Leonardo DiCaprio um, Jennifer Lawrence Meryl Streep Jonah Hill um, and other oh Timothy Chalamet and there's a whole bunch of other names that I'm are like have left my head at the moment but um so just the, the cast alone it's like why are all these people in the same movie um and that kind of speaks to and they what are, this movie does and they are and they are uh, uh very different roles that they ever did 
not ever, but they have haven't been done in the recent past. Yes. You know, DiCaprio, oh, is Tyler a, Perry, and Kate Blanchett. Yes, uh, uh, DiCaprio is is nothing that DiCaprio did in probably in the last twenty years is anything like this. Yeah, same as Jennifer Lawrence. Same, mm -hmm. same maybe, maybe Mary Strip. She does a lot of different things. Yeah, uh, uh, Jonah Hill. No, Jonah Hill is Jonah Hill. No, so, yeah, uh, that's but. Uh, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett oh, was, very, was very, different. very, very different. Yeah. For some moments, I even thought she was uh, uh, kind of pretty, because Kate, Kate Blanchett is she's like she's weird looking. She looks like a, in my head she <laughs> looks like a she, she not not that she's ugly, but she looks like a ghost. You know. Uh, yeah, she kind of like. I, I always see Galadriel or or, yeah. or some other. It's it's always kind of kind of weird, you know. Her her makeup I thought was really interesting. In this one, she was kind of like oh, she looks like, I don't know, maybe it's because I was like looking at her and seeing Jennifer Aniston from, uh, it called? Good Morning, um, the morning yes, show. The morning show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then that's what they were going for. So her her makeup was I thought was like really subtle. But it definitely made her look like this very artificial TV personality instead of like a ring bearer queen of elves, because they like they oh, made her look like they four. made her look like she'd had some stuff done, like on her cheeks she had fake teeth. Um, oh, you noticed all that? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, well, like also, if you put her up, yeah, like if you put like Hella or Galadriel yeah. next to this character, yeah. it would become very obvious. Yeah. Or like like her character in like Benjamin Button or something. I don't remember that one, but there's there's one of the bandits. Have you seen the bandits? The bandits, I don't think so. Oh, you have to see. It's okay. uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Oh my gosh. Uh, his brother uh, Bruce Willis. Uh, they they rob banks. Okay. And somehow they got involved with Kate Blanchett that's leaving her husband, and like li literally at that mm -hmm. moment driving the car real fast. Oh. And they're running from a bank. Uh huh. It's yeah. I I that's great. I think they call it's like the the overnight bandits because I if I remember correct they kidnapped the families of the guy from the bank. You stay overnight and in the morning go with him to the bank, rob the bank, and then oh, give okay. him back, then leave. It's 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 fun. It's a good movie. Okay. Uh uh uh. It's a it's a I'm comedy. Down. How comedic. Anyways. Either way, um yeah, she's in this and it's a very different look and very different performance. Yeah. Um, and and the whole mood. Of the, so yeah, we've got this meteor or comet that is coming straight towards Earth. We've got six months, fourteen days to live, and. So there's in the movie. Uh, uh, that's the that's the background. That's the main story. But uh -huh. the, the movie uses those elements to, to, sh if anything, to show uh, how our society is nowadays concerning mm -hmm. politicians. Uh, we have a president that's basically if Hillary and Trump had a baby, uh, tech tech people. We have this guy. There's a mix of uh, uh, Steve Jobs, kind of like a Zuckerberg, Bezos, Biden. You know, he has, and so they they show politicians, they show uh -huh. uh, tech moguls, they show mm -hmm. the press, mm -hmm. uh, and then also social media and how social media how information spreads and how people are affected by it. in our society in mm -hmm. general how how we treat uh, each other in uh, life in society and in life in general <clears throat> concerning you know the things we have the things we do. Because of the press that we have, mm -hmm. because the politicians we have, because of the tech we have, mm -hmm. and uh, co considering that, it's a pretty, pretty uh, 
spot on picture. It's a pretty yeah. uh, fun and, and interesting portrayal. Uh, to yeah. And it is a really different portrayal of this kind of events because usually with a disaster movie, we're kind of focused on surviving the disaster. This one, they they spend a lot of the movie just trying to convince people the disaster is happening, and then trying to figure out a solution, and then but also like confronting the mortality and what's happening with their relationships, and so it's even though the this main plot point is has been done to the point of being a cliche, it's a really different take on it. Yeah. And the story with this cast, I was expecting a lot more comedy. Most of the comedy though is coming in the form of just like scathing satire on like all those things that he just talked about. Um, and a lot of it is just very like, I don't know, it is it, very thought provoking mm -hmm. is the word. And there was, there was some real like, like emotional, like drama and I don't know, it was very interesting. It was all over the place in terms of, in terms of genre. Yeah. Um, uh, another, another interesting aspect mm -hmm. is, uh, uh, the way they treat this thing. Uh, well, it's all, it's all over the news that this movie is a metaphor for a global warming. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. Which I, I, I could almost bet that there was something that Adam McKay told DiCaprio. So DiCaprio would jump. So yes, mm -hmm. I'm on it. Because uh, if it is, it's, it's, it's very weak. It's very, very, very small because uh, in some moments, and, and you said that, mm -hmm. it feels more like the way the whole science, uh, a social political debate happening now because of COVID. Yeah. I don't know if it's a coincidence that COVID hit us when this movie was already coming. That's, yeah, uh, that's uh, very possible. But it doesn't doesn't feel like it has, first because because uh, global uh, warming or warming changing, what they call global, it now? Or climate change. Cl uh, go global climate change. Climate change. Uh, it's 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 not gonna be a sudden as six months. It's gonna be long term. So yeah, you know. Anyways, so that that metaphor doesn't doesn't really doesn't really. Uh, uh, it's not quite as like clean or applicable. I, 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 I can almost bet that there was never the plan that there was to to show society uh, yeah. in many different different aspects, but not really about. Mm -hmm. uh, I could almost bet the director said that to the copy to it. Hey, let's yeah. let's get in. He's like, yeah, let's do it. But 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 is 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 uh it is very it's very intriguing. It's very it's very different. It's mm -hmm. thought provoking. As I said, uh, it's the guy that made the Anchorman, and yeah. also made uh the short, the big short. Right, mm -hmm. he was nominated for Oscar for that. Uh, Which is one of my favorite like. Non-fiction movies, and it was like that was like based in, in real facts. Mm -hmm. And when the the Anchorman is definitely not, so it's <laughs> like one is very funny, one is close to reality. They put uh -huh. them all to, in this one. He tried to do both. Yeah, and there's one thing that uh, uh, pr probably other people said, but that I heard uh, Ben Shapiro uh, saying uh, several times that life uh, in DC. It's not like uh, the House of Cards. It's definitely like Veep. So <laughs> this movie. Oh, that's encouraging. This movie is is exactly uh, if something like yeah. that would happen, 
we would not have anything like Armageddon or, yeah. or uh, Deep Impact or Independence Day, yeah. you know. Th that's not that's not even close to what reality is, you know. Reality is like this movie. If that comes, we well, we saw in the last couple of years. Yeah, we've seen it. How are we how are we dealing with a virus, yeah. you know? Like uh, both administrations, the one before and this one, are completely lost. They don't know what to do. Yeah. It's, it's a disaster. So life is like Veep. It's like that crazy, uh, bizarre, uh, hysterical comedy mm -hmm. uh, of people pretending you... that they are doing their jobs uh, at their best, but they are actually not even trying to do a 1% that should be done. Instead yeah. of, you know... They're really just constantly like covering up yeah. for messes mm -hmm. and winging it and you know maybe that's why that show was so successful for so long mm -hmm. that it was just it, yeah yeah truth and comedy and all that because you know for like, the simple fact that she she was running for president and she ends up becoming the the vice president mm -hmm. and this it's isn't it like exactly what happened to kamala to, harris? To, to, to to biden and kamala yeah, no, it happens he, he all the invited, time. He invited her to be Veep, mm -hmm. but they not even like each other. And that's like one episode one of the show. Yeah. You see that she's waiting for him to and call, and he never calls. He never calls. It's like a running joke. In fact, the only time yeah. she sees him is like when he's about to die or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's... Anyway. So, what else about uh, Don't Look Up? I think it's definitely worth a watch. <clears throat> don't go into it with expectations. Just, Just don't. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. Not a family film, which no. should go without saying, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's very thought provoking. If anything, and, if anything, there's a mm -hmm. orgy with like hundreds, if not thousands of people at some point. But you see it from like, it's an aerial view. Well, but it's still there. But it's still there, yeah. I don't think, uh, a, a, a MPA would, uh, oh, that's, MPA. that's, oh, let's let give you the name, uh, uh. <laughs> PG-13. PG-13, except for that one shot. Just don't. Um, yeah, so not a family film, but definitely worth a watch um, because there is some very, I think, very relevant social commentary there. Um, and, and it's just a, it's a good story and a different way to tell a story that we've seen before. And, and I really yeah. liked that. Yeah, and the movie is clinching a lot of nominations for all awards out there. Yeah, and I think they deserve it. Yeah, uh, I'm not if, if for good reasons, because it deserves it for, for many mm -hmm. reasons. Or f because it's, you know, because of global warming. And, you know, the Academy likes to, to give awards for that. So, either way, yeah. the movie is getting a lot of nomination, a lot yeah. of buzz. And, it, and there's good fun. writing, there's good acting. Yeah. Um, everyone performed outside of their their norm yeah. and, and did a good job. Timothy Chalamet is like yeah. this, like, skater boy. Yeah. Who What's is also uh, really uh, into religion? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is uh -huh. like weird looking and becomes she's cancelled by by the media right right away. Yeah. Uh, uh, DiCaprio. Uh, DiCaprio has this whole art from like oh, man, I just from love being this guy the science. Oh, scum of the earth. And the truth, uh -huh. and he kind of becomes like faulty, like he gets yes. seduced. He gets seduced by power yes. and he become part of the system that he was not part of it. Yeah. He was science. He becomes like the beloved face and uh, the beloved like media face of yeah. science. And, and and so he becomes he becomes that and to the point that you know you either die a hero or you live long enough to become a villain. Mm -hmm. To the point that he he 
he becomes part of the system and he starts lying yeah. and doing whatever the system is to protect the system and for himself to survive inside the system mm-hmm. uh, until in the end, the end he gets yeah. he gets. Uh, so if you live long enough redemption. to become a villain, keep going and you might get a redemption arc. Exactly, especially if it's an yeah. MCU movie. Yeah, and that that, that, yeah. Takes that long. Yeah. Or if you're just like a normal human. And yeah, like, no, oh, you know what? I don't want to be a yeah. douche. But but some but some uh, some yeah. MCU villains should not get repented yeah, because yeah. there's a point beyond redemption. But not let's not talk yeah, about that. That's a different discussion. Don't look up. What? Watch. Oh. oh. In front of you, it's on Netflix. <laughs> uh, available worldwide, and yeah. everybody is watching. You should watch too. Yeah, it's really good. At least not people attack people talking about why. Why should I don't look up? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, another Netflix movie we saw mm-hmm. was The Lost Daughter, and that one was. Well, let's just say it was directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal, and it's exactly what you would expect and from Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. It was cerebral and it was weird. But it's the first and it movie. And it was women forward. It's her first movie. Why you have expectations about what she would direct? There's a vibe. Yeah. There's a vibe. Okay. And it go the which is none of this is saying it was a bad movie. I thought it was a very interesting movie. Although we should say it was I feel like it was marketed kind of as a thriller. It's not a thriller. At all. Yeah. It's, it's... a very thoughtful piece about like some of the darker sides of motherhood not a thriller i, I, I didn't find any suspense or like <gasps> moments yeah there's like a lot of cliches a lot of cliches and uh, there's uh the, the 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 makers of the movie are mm-hmm. getting also clinching nominations yeah but i don't know if those nominations were because you have the two types of actors you have method the actor there is uh, uh, John, uh, but he can become uh, uh, Joseph and Peter and Michael. He can become any other person in the human mm. spectrum of persons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the method. He becomes mm-hmm. the character. Uh, actors have the talent for that. You know, we have uh, um, Jared Leto. We have uh, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Depp. Doesn't Joaquin Phoenix do that? Phoenix. Phoenix was she was like three years uh, into um, I'm doing rap now, which was like a whole part of this project. It was actually part of a role, yeah. not uh, life choice at all. And you have the system, the Hollywood system, the star system, which is you don't have uh, uh, the actor might not or does not have the talent or skills to become someone else so you write you produce you make the movie or tv show around him you change everything yeah. else to you know or to, you write for that type you and write you find for that, that type. type yeah chris pratt i think is a great example yeah. of that which sometimes it, it, it's it's awesome it works a, a, yeah but sometimes it, it destroys the character because uh uh you know, sometimes you're giving that actor a role mm-hmm. that he cannot be, so you're gonna change the role so the character becomes him, and then in the end, you don't have an actor that acts, and don't have a character that works. And you know, Hollywood is doing a lot of that with the the excuse and the sake of diversity and inclusion, but they've always been done that in the past. They have like classic stories of. Uh, Things that they did in the past to adapt to the system. Mm. So, uh, all, all that said, 
I don't think even the cast does a terrific job because if Olivia Coleman mm -hmm. is a method actor, and I'm not saying she is, I don't know if she is. If she is, I don't feel like she was any different than, let's say, the Queen, the Crown. Honestly, I feel like her role, even though she's like she's a big name, deservedly a big name, her role was not the interesting one in this movie. Um, so was so was uh, 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 Dakota Dakota Jens Dakota Johnson. Johnson. Meh, that could have been also anybody. also been the anybody. same thing. She was she was the 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 pretty sex. Usually was not even sex, but she was a pretty girl on on how was it called the book uh, Fifty Shades, 50 of, Shades Grey. of Grey. In this one, she's a pretty girl that have an affair. Yeah. So there's not a lot. Yeah, there's not acting a lot of mm -hmm. acting there. Uh, who else? For me, the real, oh, Ed Harris. Ed Harris does Who's a there? decent job. He does, but again, that could have been anybody. Yeah. It didn't have to be Ed Harris. Yeah. And I, so this film is kind of split into two parts. There's the president with Olivia Coleman, Dakota Johnson, Ed Harris. Um, and then Olivia Coleman's character named Lita is having, throughout this, this holiday she's on in Greece, she has all these flashbacks. Um, as she watches Dakota Johnson with her daughter, it triggers all these memories of Lita, Olivia Coleman's character, with her own daughters, you know, 20-whatever years ago. Um, and so we see, and that for me, that's what the interesting part of the story is. And so Jesse Buckley plays a, the young Olivia Coleman, the young Lita. And I feel like, for me, that was where the best part of the movie was. And watching her, like, you know, she's like struggling with her role as a mother. At one point, Olivia Coleman just says, I was an unnatural mother. We see her just like abandon her family and then come back and, and all this. And, and she sees the coded justice character doing uh -huh. the same. Yeah. And it was really interesting. To me, it was really interesting because Olivia Coleman is like, she wasn't embarrassed about this at all. She was just like, yeah, being a mother is terrible. It's so hard and it's not going to get any better. So just like leave. And it was, it was a really different like I said before, it's kind of this dark side of of motherhood. Um, I feel like the marketing is not helping this movie at all, though, because like all the all the really good stuff is Jesse Buckley and the flashbacks. We don't see much of that in the marketing. The marketing is telling us like it's a thriller and and all this, and this that's just yeah not the case. It's it definitely remind me of true stories yeah. uh, that you know the, there's this famous little girl that uh, disappeared in Portugal, and I think to this day they're still looking for her. It, in yeah. the name is lost daughter. It is. So it definitely uh, guided me towards thinking it was something like that. When the movie is is a uh, anticlimactic, there's no. I mean, does she die at the end? No. Not even that. It's like the first scene that she's yeah. she's stabbed mm. and she's bleeding by the ocean and mm -hmm. she calls her family. It's like I mean I don't know. Yeah. It's a it's a it's, it's a cerebral film. It's a thinker. Um, I think using 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 a term that we we heard we heard on on Dope Seek other day. I think it's pseudo. Uh, 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 intellectual pseudo uh, compelling and thrilling I don't think it's yeah. uh, I don't know especially for so for, for, for long if it was shorter you know but there's like a lot of in like I read like film students and some some uh, uh, film uh, uh, aficionados in mm -hmm. theory of cinema more, more theory of cinema they would like I, I ran your movies at like uh, 
Gyarstami had this movie there's like 50 minutes of a, a piece of wood going up and down the waves of the ocean it's like the, this movie is like super slow that stuff like that observation mm. and and tease a lot of tease there was a lot of tease which is unfortunate because I think there was some really good stuff in there about like you know just like let's get into and think about human nature and and talking about family relationships in a different way. Um, I don't know. I, f I found parts of it intriguing and, and yeah. So I, it's worth watching if this is the kind of thing you're interested in. If you're interested in spending, you know, a couple hours thinking about stuff. If, if you're sleepless and <laughs> want to go to bed, put that on. So he's not a fan. I thought it was okay, but it's definitely not what was promised. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's the second movie that's like getting a lot of praise, and for me, it's like uh, I don't if know. you had to choose between this one and the Power of the Dog, the sub, the sub, definitely watch this one. The subliminal, the the what if you know Power of the Dog, they're saying oh the the kid was a vampire, so it's like things that are not in the movie. The the theories, the crazy theories are more interesting than the actual piece. Oh. So you like this one better than the part and dog? Oh yeah. This one I found there were there was there were interesting there was something guess, interesting enough the whole way through. Um and I Yeah. I and and yeah, no this one I found yeah. there there's something interesting the whole way through. I was genuinely intrigued by Jesse Buckley's storyline, um, even though this is, she, she's in no way playing somebody who is like aspirational or somebody that I would want to be or look up to or want to be friends with, nothing like that. But it was it was interesting and intriguing. It's not a story I've seen told before, um, and and yeah, I found that very intriguing. As someone who's like struggles with being a mom sometimes myself, I was like, okay, this is let's look at this, let's talk about this. Is but. Yeah, Olivia Coleman's whole side really dragged despite Olivia Coleman. Um, it could have been better. Whereas The Power of the Dog was just, it was so bizarre. It was like confusing. And like, I like to think of myself as a reasonably intelligent person. But if it anything. It was confusing, it was pointless. And then suddenly it was very interesting and then it was over. I mean, I mean, for, for, for me, if anything, uh, Cumberbatch mm -hmm. on that movie I feel like he was like acting which it was almost distracting uh, though which 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 uh, Oliver Coleman that was just pretty much everybody on this one they were like it's kind of like they were so typecast that there was like there was not not sure. acting like the effort of trying to be someone else of convincing and lying and cheating to make the audiences think you are something you're not. Yeah, you know? that's fair. Which again, maybe that's why Jesse Buckley was so attention grabbing because I feel like she actually was acting, yeah. but like she had stuff to act. She had like emotional range that she had to portray like I love my kids I can't stand being with my kids I love my husband Blah. you know yeah she, anyways anyway. Netflix uh, the lost daughter mm -hmm. and if you really want to watch something like you're gonna enjoy not the lost daughter but you can watch Cobra Kai <laughs> yeah total mood shift. yeah season Cobra Kai four. season 
four. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. We uh, started and finished. Yeah. It should be sixty-four episodes. It's so short. It leaves yeah, you wanting even... more. Yeah. Again, bizarrely, like. It's... Yeah, it leaves you wanting more. It's fun. It's entertaining. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 I think this season was uh, it had some stuff that was better than any other season but again they had stuff that was like kind of a repeat of other seasons you yeah. know the the trading of children uh, uh the hate among them make them you know you're training my kid they're gonna train there's a little bit of that and it, yeah but, that is starting to get repetitive like he's know. bouncing back and forth and now there's like a third dojo so that there's miyagi-do there's eagle fang and there's cobra kai and yeah but it was like for me for me uh, i really liked the the hawk redemption uh, oh, yeah. segment uh, uh, which is started last season because you know they, they joined forces together mm -hmm. but i don't know it's because we we actually met the guy uh Fenix. he was here and we watched through his panel that's right and he was a really nice kid yeah i don't know if it's because of that i was like hoping that he would turn to the good guys and he did turn to the good guys also yeah. the fact that he was a nerd the character, the character was a nerd and went yeah. to the dark side, but went back to, to, you know, nerd life and, and being a good guy. Yeah. And it was like, he found peace within himself. Like, yeah. He didn't. And yeah. his friends, you know, he was going against his friends. Yeah. Uh, uh and, mm -hmm. and he joined uh, his friends back. Mm -hmm. Dimitri, the whiny Uber nerd who was friends with the Hawk and then the Hawk, anyway. He, he also, I think, he didn't need a redemption arc. He just finally, like, was able to really become more than a whiny uber nerd. And yeah. I really liked that for him. And the bad guys uh, remain bad. They try, they're always yeah. trying to find, you know, uh, reasons and motivations, mm -hmm. justifications. A society is because of war and this and this. Yeah. But it's, it's like they, 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 in some moments, they make it harder for you to have empathy. Even though they keep trying, you know. So they keep sending, like... Of like uh, waves of emotions, like, oh, yeah. you should have empathy for this guy. I said, no, this guy's bad. You know, yeah, betrayal yeah. and backstabbing. Yeah, and and I feel very comfortable saying that. Yeah, what John Kreese and and Terry. Terry Silver. Terry Silver. Yeah, what they went through in Vietnam, horrible, horrific. No one should have had to go through that. I can feel bad for them for that, but man, these guys turned out to be monsters, and and they tried to give John Kreese like a little bit of humanity towards the end of the season. Nah, the guy's still just an absolute monster. Um, I think. He's yeah. a monster who maybe cares about Johnny Lawrence, but the monster, and Johnny, I feel like is really, well, he is the karate kid <laughs> now. Not, not in the first one, not at all. That's definitely on Daniel. But in this one, like He's finally, not a kid. Well, that's, is he well? Johnny? He got pretty stunted there for a while. <laughs> Anyways, Either way. Cobra Kai, Eyes yeah. Don't Look Up is like hitting the numbers high. Uh, Netflix got yeah. like a lot of viewers. It was number one on Netflix, number one viewed show on Netflix during its first week. And it probably still is. Since yeah, they didn't definitely still anything. top ten. Yeah, well, it's, it's like, so it's good. Like the Witcher and, and Cobra Kai mm -hmm. fighting for the top. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. So go watch that. In the meantime, COVID is still making everything terrible. Yeah. Including Morbius. That was moved from January, mm -hmm. just around now, our month, now this month now, to yeah. April. Yeah. And we'll see if they're going to move farther because 
uh, Hollywood is being hit by COVID. And mm-hmm. uh, all the, I think by now, Fallon, uh, Myers, uh, what's the, what's the British one? Give me a minute. Uh, James That's Corden. Yep. Uh, they all got uh, COVID and their show is going to be suspended, whatever. Wow. Uh, several NBA players mm-hmm. and Broadway is shutting down again. Yeah. And so th- everything is being reorganized because of Omicron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Star Trek Picard had to pause production um, because 50 crew members tested positive. Yeah. Yeah. What we know so about Omicron is it's is way more inf- infectious yeah. than the other variants, the other versions of the virus. It's mm-hmm. not as lethal as the other ones, but yeah. it spreads like way faster. Yes. Especially because uh, even when you have uh, heavy symptoms, it might seem, it might feel like they're not as heavy as the heavy on the original variants that uh, took away a lot yeah. of lives. So, so. yeah. Mm. And, and you know, masks don't do it. Vaccines don't do it. So they well, still vaccines spread. are keeping people out of the hospital. Yeah, but, I'm, but the virus to spread if you vaccinate yes. or not. That's what I'm saying. They don't. They don't stop the virus. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, all that, all that put together, uh, yeah, okay. a lot of industries are changing because the virus mm-hmm. is spreading. So uh, more. Bis- but don't worry. The Golden Globes will still have an in-person ceremony. Yeah, but only if the... Which, I, I don't get this. It's, it's in-person, um, but there won't be any stars, audience, or press. Yeah. So I'm not sure what person will be there. There might be someone standing up there and said, and the winner is... It's going to be boring. Last year was yeah. boring. This is like, yeah. I think we'll Anyways. just look it up on Google afterwards. Yeah. Google does a really nice, like, you just Google, like, Golden Globe results, and, and you'll get yeah. a really nice list they probably should just that do that, you know, in the age of internet, they, they mm-hmm. put a, you know, post yeah. the results. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Anyways, most people would see the results like that. Anyways. I think it's the best part, like the red carpet and then the results. Everything in between is... <sighs> yeah. Unless they get Ricky Gervais back to host. Oh, yeah. That was... <laughs> holy cow. <laughs> well, well. Vanessa Kirby uh, mm-hmm. is going to take over Toby, no, Jodie Comer. Comer on the new Ridley Scott drama uh, Kitty, Kitty Bag. Kit Bag. Kit Bag. Mm-hmm. About with uh, Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. in the uh, main role of Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah, and boy, oh, I'm excited about this movie. Yeah. She's Do out. Mm-hmm. She's out not because of COVID. She's out because of scheduling. She's doing other things but i guess covid does impact scheduling because it, everybody's yeah. moving days, days, days it does so she's in a she's going to be in a production on west end um of prima facie i don't know it's a play i haven't heard of but she's doing something great but was really bummed about leaving this role because she was going to be empress josephine against napoleon bonaparte and when she was Phoenix. empress mm-hmm. huh yeah um, and so I mean, this movie sense. is going to be sense. focusing on like Napoleon's rise, but also the love story. So this was like a huge, really cool role. Um, and it would be her second role uh, on a for Ridley, Ridley Scott, Scott movie. Yeah. So she's disappointed about it. I think she described it as rubbish or something like that. But the movie goes on. Vanessa and Kirby will step in. All the chances. I think so. She's proved an incredible range this year. So I, I look forward to seeing more of her. 
Um, okay, let's go to Amazon for a minute. The Fallout TV series. Yeah, they got uh, writers, uh, producers, creators mm -hmm. from Westworld. So, there's good good people. Mm-hmm. Competent Including people. Jonathan Nolan. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, brother of one Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. And they both work together and separate, and they both did great things in Jonathan Nolan, uh, yeah. for instance, Westworld, mm -hmm. among other things. I like that Westworld features the lesser known brothers, Jonathan Nolan and Luke Hemsworth. Yeah, the yeah. less known Hemsworth. Yeah. Equally talented, just not as. Yeah. And he's not as tall and handsome as, it's as true. the other one. He's kind of short and weird looking. The, the not weird looking. He's, he's just normal shorts. looking. Yeah, he's, he's normal looking. looking. He's normal looking. And when your short. brother, the best description. But he's not Thor. Exactly. The SNL did this great <laughs> skit with Chris Hemsworth auditioning for Thor, and they're like, "No, we need an actor to play Thor, not actual, actual Thor." Thor. <laughs> and uh, yeah, anyway, that's what I think of. So like, Luke Hemsworth is a, like a really good good actor, good looking guy, but when your brother is actual Thor, like, yeah. I mean, that's just not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. Anyway, speaking of actors, Michael Imperioli is uh, joining the White Lotus. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's good. I like him. Uh, mm -hmm. He's going to be a tra traveling salesman that brings his father to the mm -hmm. White Lotus, which which don't know, which still don't know where it's going to be. Could be somewhere, anywhere yeah. in the planet. I think I'd like to see a different one because it, it can be just a little much. Like yeah, I, don't I know. mean. If it's all over the news that someone killed and drugs and stuff in a hotel, like, yeah. I don't think the hotel would have a much more life. I, I don't know. I think, it, yeah, it, it messed things up for a bit. Oh, what knows? I don't know. Cobra we'll see what happens. I really enjoyed the first season. Um, was especially the whole, like, knowing that someone died, but you have no idea who dies and who did the killing the whole time. That that was great. Oh, so she loved the soundtrack that had... <laughs> Oh my gosh. No. Yeah, no, it's that. If you're doing like actual sounds, like, okay, like, I, I can. Ha, ha, ha. Like uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah. That works for me. Those are like vocalizations. But if you're just gonna breathe rhythm. No, I can't. Sorry if you're listening to this on a podcast and now you're deaf because I scream in your ear. <laughs> uh, last yeah. but not least, uh -huh. next star. Is uh, in talks, and mm -hmm. it, it seems to be pretty serious talks mm -hmm. in buying CW. And there's like a lot of uh, conjecture, there's a lot of rumors mm -hmm. that the whole woke revolution on CW shows are not paying up, the ratings are falling, sure. and there's causing to the company of Vicon to put CW to, you know, on the market and next star saying, like, oh, you might buy it. Uh -huh. So, you know, go, okay. go, go broke. And apparently in this case, it seems to be true. But next star owns a lot of broadcast uh, companies. It's a broadcast companies that owns a lot of local uh, channels, including a local channel here in Utah, the ABC 13 is it? That sounds right. Yeah. Anyways, the local know. ABC. And mm. they might buy CW. We'll see. We shall see. Yeah. But but it's and here's the thing, like it makes me so cranky because you can have a story you can make a show with a diverse cast and diverse storyline that's really good, or you can do what this CW shows have been doing, where 
everything is about the wokeness and they never stop talking about the wokeness or pointing it out and it's the whole plot and it's everything and nobody wants to watch that and that's really disappointing my favorite comparison would be like brooklyn 99 versus supergirl both super diverse casts diverse characters but one is like really annoying and boring and one is like a fabulous show that basically everybody likes and just which one is doing the most good the one that everybody likes to watch yeah <sighs> so anyway and this, we get it, on the soapbox it, all the time it, it feels yeah those the CW shows like you mentioned it, it feels it feels it's preachy is mm -hmm. is, is, is boring it forces you it treats yeah. you, treat people like idiots and, and like the beginning of the end the beginning and end of the plot realistic. is identity politics and yeah. not anything it, that's like really worth or like compelling to watch yeah no it's it's it's, it's unrealistic it's uh yeah well Anyways, it's 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 how they do it, and they, they keep doing it, and they're doing that in the books too. The the the, the sales are dropping, uh, mm -hmm. uh, and it's causing a lot of damage, lack of creativity. This stupid editor from DC Comics said that DC should not they, they have a position up, and they should not hire a cis man for that position. Period. They're not talking about qualifications. They're not talking about talent. Yeah. They're just imposing those which is only cause damage anyways this was our episode the first is it the first episode no, i think not, so yeah the first yeah, episode of 2022 snake, yeah, yeah i don't know what days today is it is it 2022 yeah? <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh we see you next week with more pop coaching i don't know what we're gonna see next week we're probably gonna see 955 uh this oh, new yeah. spy uh, uh, uh actual movie. Is it nine five five or three five five? Or four five five. Um, Who knows? We're gonna see. Not me. And we're gonna tell you next okay. week when we find out uh, on on our next mm -hmm. episode. Uh, and may the force be with you. Live long and prosper, and restore the Snyderverse. We haven't said that for a while, so just want to get that out there. Yes. Bye. Bye.